Welcome to the Lead a New Future podcast. I'm Kate Ruby Aroha, a senior leadership trainer with close to two decades of experience. The leadership I'm about is one that values respect and transparency while harnessing our ability to effect change. With a clinical background, I've worked within highly acclaimed leadership teams in the health sector of New Zealand before spending a decade facilitating advanced leadership experiences across multiple countries. And here's the thing about leadership. Leadership is just as important within our homes as it is within every level of our community, teams and organisations. In this podcast, you'll find a variety of conversations that connect to our leadership and our lives, where we can impact what matters, where it matters. Let's get into it. So last night I got a message on Instagram which really had me mind-blown in terms of the level of thinking that sat behind this message. I've decided to bring it here and do a podcast on unpacking the distinctions, some key distinctions that I see that are relevant to this. What we're going to talk here about is boundaries. We're going to talk about our availability. We're going to talk about what is okay for us in our energetic boundaries, our emotional boundaries. We're also going to talk about what we're actually purchasing when we're purchasing a service from someone. Also, on the service provider's perspective, what we are providing when we're providing a service and making sure that we're very clean on those. Because when we're not clean here, it creates a crap ton of mess and that's just simply not okay. So here is the context. This person has come to Bali. So for those of you who don't know, we live in Bali and it's very frequent that people will come to Bali and reach out and ask to catch up for lunch or something, which is totally cool. I never have a problem with people reaching out and requesting to catch up. No problem because I, if it doesn't suit me, am going to say no. And that's the cool thing is, is that when someone has their boundaries really clearly, then we don't have to kind of wonder, oh shit, I, I, I don't want to put her out by asking. We're well, not putting me out by asking because I'm absolutely going to say a yes or a no. And also if anyone's experienced working with me or having close interaction with me, I don't do cold cutting no's. That's very much like my response here, which I will read word for word. Hey, name. Welcome to Bali. Hope you're having an amazing time here. Thanks so much for the beautiful invitation. I so appreciate it. Won't be able to meet. I'm sorry, as I'm working on some really big projects at the moment, which are taking my full focus. Have an incredible time while you're here. And thanks again for the invite. Okay, so as you can see, she was totally able to request. I love it when, when I see people requesting, like, good on you. That's awesome. And also, I'm totally able to say if it works for me or not, and this simply didn't work for me. The response, this is a part that we're going to unpack. So I'm going to read word for word the sentence here. She said, your response has saddened me given my level of investment. So let's just sit with that for a moment. She asked whether we could have lunch together. By the way, I don't know this person, just out of interest. I don't know this person apart from on social media. She bought a low ticket course, I don't know, about a year ago, maybe longer than that. Now let's just sit with the response. The message is your response has saddened me given my level of investment. What this is saying is that there was an expectation on her end that yes, because she 
purchased a program from us at some point that I am now obligated to spend my personal time with her. Let's be very clear about what we're actually purchasing when we're purchasing a product or a service. When we're purchasing a service, what we're purchasing is what's written on the sales page, what's in the purchase agreement. That's what we're purchasing. What we're not purchasing is we're not purchasing the actual person who created that program. And it matters that we have this very clear both from the purchaser's perspective, but also from the service provider's perspective. Because from what I've seen is that there are a lot of service providers, particularly in the coaching world, and I see this and I see a lot of coaches that are extremely burnt out because they don't have these distinctions very clear. And they feel murky with with, if someone has purchased something from them that they somehow feel obligated to this person in a way, and that has a massive ripple effect of impact in so many areas that serves no one. And in fact, it's highly counterproductive in the bigger picture and counterproductive of what we're actually here to do. One of the reasons why I'm able to coach and lead from such a clean space is because I have cleaned up my energetic space so much that I'm very clean about what is being offered and what is not being offered. I'm very clean about what I'm actually selling and what I'm not selling because I'm not selling myself as a person in a product or service. I'm selling the things that are on the sales page. So I think it really, 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 really matters that we're clean about that. The other thing, and this is another distinction that I want to draw, is that when we are investing into a service, we need to be clear about who we're actually investing into, right? So I'm going to read the statement again that she said. She said, your response has saddened me given my level of investment. The way in which I read this is what is being implied is that I have invested into you and now there's some hidden contractual agreement that now you owe me. So the actual definition of entitlement is the sense of you owe me. So this like, I have invested, this is how I read this, I have invested into you and so now you owe me this. We need to be very clear when we're purchasing or investing into something, who we are investing into. She did not invest into me. She invested into herself. That agreement was delivered in its entirety and in its fullest. That agreement is complete. There is no other things outside of that agreement that I'm obligated to whatsoever. I am free to choose who I spend my personal time with. But anyway, going back to that, it it does matter that we're very clear about who we're actually investing into when we are buying a service because no one who does any level of service with me is investing into me as a person. They're investing into themselves and into the results that they're getting. And I think that this really matters that when we are a service provider is that we're also extremely clean with this. Because when we're not clean with this and we feel like in some way, shape or form that the person has invested into us, then that's what is a setup for some murky shit going on where somehow we feel 
obligated. We feel um, sort of like obliged to then do extra things and cross these murky territories, which creates such murky energy and murky boundaries, which genuinely doesn't serve anyone. If you've been around my conversations for any period of time, you know that I am huge on clean expectations, clarity around what's okay and what's not okay, clarity around what's being provided and what's not being provided. The other piece that I want to talk about here is the fact that we're actually not entitled to anyone's time. The reason why I think this is a really important bigger conversation to make is that we're not actually entitled to anyone's time in any context. I see often when people feel this sense of entitlement to other people's time, whether they are a family member or a friend or a insert whatever there, there's a sense of entitlement of you owe me or you have to. And that is a pretty from my perspective, mucky place to be and come from. And it creates some pretty horrible under-the-surface expectations for people. And it it really sets up a lot of pressure for people to not be free to choose. At the core of, I would say, probably everything that I'm about is that everyone is free to choose. Everyone is free to choose what's okay for them. So I'm going to use the example of my daughter. So my daughter's 20. There are times when she doesn't have any time for us to hang out or talk. Good. Fucking good for her to choose that for herself and know what is best for her as a woman. She might have a fucking two months of her life where she doesn't have the capacity or the availability to be around other people. I don't know. But that's not up for me to decide. It's up for her to decide. And it is not up to us as parents to enforce ourselves onto our adult children. It's not up up to us as friends to encroach on our friends when they decide that they need space. It's not up to us to even encroach on our partners or our husbands or our wives when they feel like they need space. It is up to us to know what our own needs are and get our needs met. And it's up to us to respect the people around us and respect their fucking no, like genuinely respect their no. Now, let's use the example of my daughter in this exact word-for-word sentence that was used on me last night on this Instagram on this Instagram message. So the original message was, your response has saddened me given my level of investment. Okay, well, now let's use this example with my daughter. So imagine if my daughter says to me, mum, I can't hang out at the moment or I don't want to talk. I'm just focused on some other things. And then I said to her, Bailey, your response has saddened me given my level of investment into you. I gave birth to you, Bailey. You now owe me. I spent all of that money on you over the years. I have sacrificed for you. You could at least spend like an hour with me. Do you know what I mean? It's a disgusting sense of entitlement. And I'm going to repeat this again. We are not entitled to anyone's time. I think this really matters and I think this is a really big conversation and 
I get to have the privilege of living with people and being around people who are extremely respectful of each other's time. I think of myself, I think of my husband, I think of my daughter, I think of my son, I think of my best friend, shout out to you, Zafiria Bell, you're bloody amazing. I think of my mum, I think of my dad. These are all people that genuinely, genuinely, genuinely respect each other's choice who have very clean boundaries around that and don't get it mucky. So, you know, sometimes when I see things that are not that, it kind of surprises me and shocks me because I haven't been in those environments for years. However, there was absolutely a time in my life where I was around all sorts of overgiving, murkiness, expectation, um, so I know what it's like and I absolutely remember, but my God, I've done the work in my within myself and the people around me that I choose to have in my life, they have done the work and it's why we have such great relationships. And there are people that don't have that stuff very clean. And so I keep them at a different level of distance because that matters and because we're allowed. I don't know if you've ever seen the... Um, the tattoo that I have on my right arm. So if you haven't seen it, I will just describe it. So it's a tattoo of a circle, a, a hollow circle with a dot in the middle, and then there's a dot on the outside of the circle. I think it was about potentially eight years ago that I drew up this little model, and I drew it up on a piece of paper, and I carried it around with me day in, day out. And the piece of paper got so freaking tattered over time that I drew it up again. And I kept just carrying this with me for probably about a year. I think it was probably longer. And then in the end, I thought, fuck it. I, this is clearly so such an important model for me. I'm just going to tattoo it on my right arm, tattoo it on my body <clears throat> so that I can see it at all times and always be reminded of it. And I can stop carrying this piece of paper around. And I tell you what, it's not the most sexiest artistic <laughs> at all tattoo, tattoos, but it's um, it's just so important for me. So what it actually means is the circle represents, like the big circle represents my world. The dot in the middle represents me within my world. And what this has reminded me of, which is why I developed this little model, is that I am responsible for my world, the world in which I live in, what goes on in my world, what I allow in my world, what's okay with my world, what's not okay in my world. I am the one that's fully responsible for what goes on in my world, 100%. I am the one that's responsible for protecting my space. And if people don't respect that space, then they get moved outside of the circle, right? So the other little dot if you look at my tattoo, is sitting outside the circle. And it's a reminder that no one gets an all-access pass to me or my space if they're not respectful. But this is a reminder and an encouragement to really start like looking at this for yourself. It is up to each of us to decide how we want to be, how we want to live our life, what feels good for us, what feels true for us, what feels honest for us, what feels um, supportive for us, what feels respectful for us. And then it's up to us to decide that communicate that and maintain that and I think then the last thing that I want to share about this a bit of a distinction to draw is the fact that after that sentence came another sentence which was I wish you the best on the big projects love heart emoji smiley emoji and what I want to 
comment about this is that sometimes what can be a little bit confusing in messages from people, whether it's verbal or written, is when someone takes a swipe at you, but then they package it up with some kind of kind things either side. It can feel confusing in terms of, huh? And it can have this kind of bamboozling sort of an effect. So I want you to pay attention to, well, no, I don't want you, you to do it however the hell you want. I invite you to, <laughs> if this feels, you know, something you want to have a look at, is that in the communications, it's just, you know, just pay attention to sometimes people can send things that are like really taking a swipe, but then they they put it with some kind of maybe like some fabric softener or a bit of padding around the edges to soften the blow, but it's not really to soften the blow. It's It's also just a kind of so that they don't get caught for it. That's how I read that. And so just to be aware of that so that we don't accidentally get confused. We don't get confused by the love heart at the end or the smiley face or the best wishes, love and light kind of stuff at the end. It's almost like an assassin sending a hit and then putting some candy floss around it to try and disguise the hit. And I think it really matters that we can see communication for what it is so that we are immune to being hooked into someone else's agenda or upset. Now, what I read from this message is that she was wanting to have me feel a certain way and potentially, and this is my read on it, potentially she was perhaps wanting me to either retract what I said or have me second guess myself a wee bit and then want to retract what I said. Here's a public service announcement. There is absolutely no level of wonky communication that comes at me that can have me second guess a boundary that I put down. This stuff is so transparent, it's like an x-ray. Doesn't matter how much pretty little flesh you put around it, and x-ray through and see the bones of the conversation underneath. And the bones of this conversation was a sniper shot. On one side of things, this kind of stuff doesn't work on someone like me who's done work on boundaries and clarity. So I guess here's my real encouragement from this conversation is that it really does matter that we do the inner work for ourselves to clean up the murky shit that can be on the inside for ourselves where we feel a little bit codependent or a little bit able to be hooked into or a little bit even kind of like manipulated from comments like this and they have us perhaps doubt ourselves or second guess ourselves. It really deeply matters that we do the work on our end so we become immune to this kind of behavior. It matters, it matters, it matters. If you are a mum, for example, and you've got kids, it matters, it matters, it matters. It matters that we do the work on ourselves to clean up the stuff on the inside so that we're immune to this, but also as a mum so that we're role modeling this stuff to our kids. Because if anyone's sort of from my generation or, or above and probably across all generations, is that we were often taught to be the good girl. We were often taught that we had to over-provide for people. We were often taught that we couldn't really upset people. And in fact, that is some of the mandates of the people pleaser, is that we don't feel like we have a right to upset people, and we don't feel like we have a right to um, say a no. 
And so when someone comes back with something like this, that kind of indicates that they're upset with our response and that they've got a little reason of why we should have said said something different, then if we don't get ourselves clear, our shit in order on our end, then we're going to be quite easily at the best case scenario thrown by that, but at the worst end of that, actually quite manipulated by that. This work matters, which is why I'm going to keep having conversations like this, which is why I'm going to keep talking about boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. I'm going to keep um, having bringing conversations to the table that really, really, really give permission to and show how bloody beautiful it is to be someone with extraordinary boundaries and how it's a generous gift for us all. If you know that someone in your life needs to hear this conversation, please, please, please. (laughs) By the way, you're not obligated to do so if you choose not to, (laughs) but please, that would be awesome if you would like to share that with them. Um, That'd be cool. Have a bloody amazing day and I will see you in the next conversation.